Good evening, everybody. On tonight's big program, you see below me two fine gentlemen. It's Carson from Texas of 3D Joe's. It's Brian Sauer of Codename Iowa. We're going to talk about uh, the art of G.I. Joe omnibus Kickstarter. Joe Colton, of course, with me in the top row. I'm Mike Irizarry. We'll be back in just a few seconds. Enjoy the theme song. <laughs> See, never, no, I'm not even drinking tonight. Look what happens. So anyways, it's Friday. It's 9 p.m. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. You are in the team stream. As I said before, my name is Mike Irizarry. I'm your host. Uh, with me here in the top row tonight, because we got too many guests going on for her to hog all the attention in the bottom. I kicked the honcho out. It's Aww. Joe Colton, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, guys. Happy Friday. Joe Colton, how's your week been? It's all right. Better week than last week? You're a little, you were frazzled last week. We're kind of, well, this week's kind of interesting. We might be going to war, so whatever. Oh, <laughs> no big deal. We're used to that by now. It's a Tuesday. It's fine. <laughs> Normal stuff. Normal stuff. I'm good. Uh, good, good. Mark Mark is on assignment at the WWE Royal Rumble in St. Louis this weekend. So uh, not that he's actually going to be completing anything for us, but but he's on assignment. <laughs> we're going right. to use this term. Go, go do something. That's, that's we're going to call it, right? Gonna call it who's, he, who's, he, who's he wrestling? I, I believe he is entrant number 23. That's, that's, that's what the money says. Yeah. Right. The okay. card says he's also going to throw his hip out right before he gets <laughs> there you in go. the ring. <laughs> Sounds about right. Right. That's and uh, it, it, in the bottom row, you, you see our two guests this evening. Uh, they are both here to talk about the art of G.I. Joe Omnibus Kickstarter project or, or it's a little anticlimactic in some regards, but uh, we got lots of neat content for you all the same. Uh, Carson Metaxas and Brian Sauer are here. What's up, Thank guys? You. Thank I you mean, for Carson, having us. Carson, of course, is is uh, well known. Brian, this is your second visit, man. How about that? Is it just is it just twice? It feels like I've been here forever. Like it's always here. Like <laughs> it just dredges on. That's not good. It, no, no. <laughs> the last time was no. such such a drawn out experience oh, that it felt like you I never know. left. It, <laughs> I know, I know. No, no, it's great to be back. You need to come back. I need to come come back more often. I think it's you know, it's probably fun. just because you're tuning in every Friday night and listening, so these guys feel like family. Exactly, Aww. that's exactly it. There I know. Go. Looking at that intro with the old photos from uh, Joe Con was like, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez, I was trying to remember too, like when I first met Carson, which is like funny enough. I think it was ten years ago. Yeah, I, I think it's. It was probably my first show, 2012, I yeah. would think. Yeah, it yeah. was, uh, what was it, Indianapolis, right? Indianapolis. Was Indianapolis 2013 and New Orleans was 2012? 
I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I met you. I met you in Indianapolis, Indianapolis. 2013. Yep. 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 And you had the. Uh, is that when you had the minimalist series? Were you yes. doing that yet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the first. That. And yeah. then I tried to go trade you my book or whatever for your a series <laughs> of your posters. How'd that work I, out? Didn't that work? I, we I traded something. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's that's how yeah. that's how Brian and I first got into a relationship together. Uh, We're in a yeah. relationship. You bartered. And, uh, I respected his work and he respected mine and we traded, you know? Yeah, so it was, a, it was a good start of a good friendship. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's collegial. Nice. And, so. and, and a good way to not pay for stuff. Yeah, exactly. No bartering has worked, you know, for <laughs> thousands of years. Okay. We don't necessarily need this. Why not? Uh, big if I could barter somebody for my mortgage, I would. Right. Right. <laughs> if only the bank needed some graphic design from you. I know. So. Here's a cow and two dozen eggs, please. <laughs> yes, exactly. It. Absolve this this house payment. But yeah, so you know, Brian, he worked on volumes one and two with me back in the day, helping out with the image restoration. We kept the design pretty simple, clean, and uh, minimalist, and so he didn't engage in that way. But as we worked through the books, I was like, Brian, the, the once these books started to sell out, I'm going to do a hardcover, man, and I want you to come in and help me from a design perspective, just really blow it out, make it tons of fun, and so that's what. That's what Brian's here to do. Yes. So right. Like, so it's one of those where, like, I'm not going to do any work on this for this time. But when the time comes to actually <laughs> have to do something and put sweat equity into it, then it's going to be all on you. Yeah. So I think you're saying there. Brian, and it we has started... to be an insane level, right? Oh, it he is. Want, <laughs> doesn't want it to be like oh, yeah. oh, like a nice casual thing for Brian. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're really gonna get into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in a figure four and you know pin him until he gets it done. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, out. it's not it's not like Car Carson's been slacking for ten years. I mean, right. all the photos, right. all the restoration, yeah. the constant updates, the buying everything under the sun or getting it for a minute to to photograph yeah. it. You know, and Chad it, and Chad is the unsung Chad hero too, as well. Yes. I got to give yeah. a shout out to Chad Huckle. He's so we one or two volumes we tried to track our time so we would be able to accurately like relay to people how long does this stuff take and we tracked it it was 400 to 500 hours of restoration time per book and there's six books so that's that's easily you know 6 12 18 24 we'll just say 2500 hours right and then when we got done with volume six we decided we weren't happy with volumes one and two so we've redid that whole thing over the last two years uh, reshooting, rescanning, re-editing. And so there's another probably 800 hours of redoing that. So I'd say we're at least in the 3,500 hour range here. Just me and Chad just doing image restoration. So I'm thinking Brian's going to at least put a couple thousand hours on it this year. <laughs> here's, here's, here's a question from, from the crowd. Uh, yeah. Is Carson uh, doing a buyback on his original volumes? Brian or Neil, I will take you up on that. I'm not saying I'll do that for everybody, but I would love to have a couple six volume soft covers, double slip case boxes. So I won't buy individual issues, but if you have a full set and you want 200 bucks, we can work it out. Oh, wow. Okay. So wow. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I've only got three of those sets to my name and I, I wish that I had a couple more just for posterity, friends, family, whatever. So yeah, Neil, reach out if you really want to sell it, but maybe wait until December when you get the hardcover and make sure that it feels like a replacement that you don't need the soft covers anymore. Cause there's something about the soft covers, even though volumes one and two are going to be completely redone and much better assets. I guarantee that 
I think pe some people are going to miss those six AccuFoil covers. You know what I mean? Right. And and being able to like pull that box apart and slide the issues out and lay them flat on the table and push the pages down. It's just going to be a different experience with the soft covers than you have with this hard cover that's going to be truly massive. So it's only got yeah. volumes two through four. Come on, sorry, Neil. Neil. Sorry, Neil. You're SOL, buddy. <laughs> Come on, Neil. No. So let's uh, let's let's put a pin in in the. Art of GI Joe talk for just a second. All right, we do we do have some news this week. We got to get to first. We're gonna we're gonna bring you guys along for the ride because that's Sounds how good. it works here. Nobody nobody guests for free on what's on. Ah, you get tortured. Good. We crack the whip. Do, 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 do. Oh wow, Joe Colton, you're just gonna relent. Just yeah, gonna let him, let him yeah, do the noise. <laughs> like visiting, so gotta yeah. let him do the the sound. It's the good old days, man. I'm back in the saddle. Right, a year and a half of hosting a two bit slime show. It's good to know it didn't all go to waste. <laughs> right. So first news item. Love it. Is, is this item? Um, so excited about this. Uh, if you missed the recent Skeletron Kickstarter, which, if you remember, funded in just over an hour and a half. And unlocked about two dozen stretch goals during its run in October. Never fear. Skeletron will be opening its backer kit pre-order very soon. And fans who missed out will be ordered to order the Fearsome Red Shadows craft or any of its extras. Fans who caught on early will also be able to add to their initial orders. Uh, one item which will be new to everyone in the backer kit is this Gyre Wolf figure. Uh, the Gyre Wolf will feature the likeness of our friend Gary Head, who is known as Gyre Viper in several message board communities as sculpted by Boss Fight Studio lead sculptor Fred Ascon. Uh, the character will be available in both 4- and 6-inch sizes. All proceeds from these figures will go to benefit the family that Gary left behind. And uh, just... That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a, a, a wonderful gesture. Uh, and really cool-looking figure, too. Um, yeah. Gary always had a little bit of evil genius in him, so uh, casting him with the bad guy body is <laughs> is probably Perfect. something you'd have, <laughs> he would have enjoyed quite a bit. I love his but, signature goggles. Yeah, and so, you know, not only does it come with the, those goggles on the loose head sculpt, but the helmet uh, emulates the goggle iconography in yeah. the glasses with, like, yeah. another tampo of, of yellow on the red. It's it's a beautifully executed figure, a super nice tribute to somebody that was so impactful in our community, man. Just, like, contagious enthusiasm for the brand. When, when Gary talked about this stuff, people listened. Yeah. When he posted on Facebook, people responded and engaged, and he was just a hugely charismatic figure in our community. So it's I, awesome yeah, to see. As I say, I don't even think uh, Cody Mayo would be around if it wasn't for Gary and his support early on and what we were doing and with assembly required and everything like that. And uh, oh yeah, it's uh, it's hard to believe that uh, yeah he's no longer here and he's not able to see all this that's going on. But uh, now his memory will live on. Forever. Yeah, uh, the six-inch version of the figure is in the backer kit at thirty-five dollars. The four-inch version is at twenty-five dollars. Uh, so both of those is, are are available. Uh, Skeletron will be opening its backer kit sometime soon. Uh, there there have been a few that have have invites that have already gone out. They're kind of beta testing it to make sure that their whole menu of items is available to everyone and, and everyone can purchase. Uh, and so it should be open to everyone. Uh, Maybe even in the next few days. I, I don't. I don't have a time frame on that. If you need to know more about the Skeletron um, projects, you, you go ahead and check into them on Facebook. That's where they seem to put most of their information. Just just head to Facebook, type in Skeletron. You'll see the logo. 
uh, it's it's pretty distinctive. Like you'll you know when you'll be there. Mike, if you've got oh, a second, oh, oh, um, oh, there's Ben Conway in the in the comments. All Kickstarter backers have their survey. Yeah, I was getting ready so, to say I got mine at uh, one sixteen a.m. Uh, this morning, I believe. I was just thinking I was special. I was hoping that I was in that five <laughs> percent. So no, you're not a five percenter. I'm sorry. I'm that not. happened earlier in the week. <laughs> that's that's. I was gonna say you're but special, anyways, but not in that way. Yeah, right. Well, not that kind uh, of. Oh, you special, all right. I mean, it, honestly, too. Uh, like they know they they they're not going to send it to the broke guy. Yeah. <laughs> he he won't hit any of the buy it now buttons. <laughs> uh, pre-order opening for all this weekend. So there we nice. go. Nice. There we go. Ben, thank you, Ben, for tuning in. We appreciate yes. you, you jumping on there and and yeah, helping yeah. us out tonight, filling in the the details. And again, everybody can find. Uh, the folks at Skeletron directly on their Facebook page uh, would, would be the best place. Cool. So next news item. <laughs> so so we're, give, we're letting Carson do the noise, and now we're not letting Carson do the noise. It was in stereo. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at that. All right. So uh, the according to the surveillance port, a sharp, sharp-eyed shopper, uh, found this figure and put images online. That is Walmart's six-inch retro Baroness. No way. It's already out? Yeah, in California. Yeah. Uh, the site oh. says the cardboard backing to the new six-inch figure is the th same thickness and quality as the four-inch retro Joe line <laughs> that was sent out last year. So Come good luck on. if you're looking to keep one mint on card. Um, good luck. <laughs> yeah, if... if uh, there, the these are making the rounds. Uh, there's even I've seen in a couple places on Twitter. Uh, so I, I I don't know where to attribute those images. So I didn't use them. Hmm. Uh, but just side by sides, and and there are some real subtle differences. Um, this this new figure is is very. It's the same figure. It's just cut and polished a little differently, and there's fewer gold highlights and things like that. So. Yeah, she's um, almost uh, monochromatic, all black, but they did touches of like dull and touches of gloss to differentiate between the different layers of kind of clothing and armor. Yeah, so, yeah, they were they were saying on uh, on on Fan First Friday that it's it's a matter of um, just different different uh, different types of plastic or different cuts on the plastic. Hmm. Um, you know, they polished some of them up and and left some of them with a matte finish, so it's it's not even yeah. it's no paint at all. Wow. So what I'm curious about, is that a stand that is uh, over to her side over there, the opposite of the gun? That oh, that's a good point. Oh, nice blob right there. Is that a stand or is that just like a trick of the lighting kind of thing? I don't know. I kind of looked at a couple photos and everybody's taking them pretty head on and I haven't seen oh, anything on. with the stand. So um, I, it would be I something. Think that might, I think that might a be a stand. stand. Talking about on the, on the right. Yeah. yeah, on the right, yeah. very yeah. very far yeah. corner, yeah. sandwished yeah. against the wall there. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be great Could if they be. were coming with stands, wouldn't it? Really thin though. Yeah. Well, suppose yeah, they don't need say a... her name. I mean, for <laughs> for what thirteen bucks? Yeah, maybe. You're getting a pretty good high. You're getting a pretty high quality figure. I'm not going to complain yeah. about the quality of the stand. So that's not um, no. That's that's a that's a twenty dollar figure right there. That's is it? The, I, I don't yeah, remember the, the price point on those. Yeah, it's the classified. So it's yeah, it's going to be uh, up twenty five maybe. Yeah, yeah, with the price hike, who knows? Who knows? I just it, bought bats today for twenty bucks. So yeah, it's emulating mm -hmm. Hector Garrido's art, his pose but it, certainly, uh, but it's all new artwork. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's based on. Uh, I, <clears throat> nice. 
you can see in the the other image there uh, on the back, you've they've got uh, Lady or Lady J is is visible as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that the other two figures are are Gung Ho and Destro, but those are blacked out in the the classic uh, back of the card way. Mm -hmm. That whole coming soon bit. It almost looks like Lady J does have her uh, VHS camera, her camcorder. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Wonder if they'll switch up the accessories. We'll see. I don't know. That would be because they didn't tease any of the accessories. We don't know for sure if they're going to do no. anything different. I mean, we can tell by looking at this Baroness right here that they didn't, you know, put her traditional rifle in with her or anything. No, so no. it's definitely not a rule that they're going to go back to the vintage style weaponry. No. What's on and, top? Is it two sidearms? Yeah, it looks like two pistols in her glasses. Okay. Oh, that's what that yeah. I was like. What is that? All right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, th this is this one's pretty gear wise. It's pretty close to what the one that came with the bike. Yeah, uh, it doesn't have that that snake wrist blaster thing. Uh, but as far as the guns go and the pistols go, uh, yeah, it's about the same. I needed that snake wrist blaster about as much as I needed that bike. <laughs> so i'm happy to see this re-release and i bought it. i bought the other one i'm not like completely trashing it but i'm happy to see this one I really like that bike do you you like that bike if you're gonna do a kira do it right right <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say that's the first thing i thought when i got like when i got it in hand i was like yeah did they just steal an akira bike i mean <laughs> but like not but not, not completely really right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all right. Yeah. It's fine. It's a I mean, good, if, if good effort. If yeah. you're going to be inspired, <laughs> be inspired by by quality properties, right? That's true. Correct. That's true. And then, of course, uh, item number three. It hasn't been quite as busy of a of a news week as it was last time around. Uh, but this little project going on on Kickstarter. <laughs> oh yeah, crickets. Oh, I, I want my Small. money back. Right. It's a long thing. <laughs> Can you believe it hasn't even been a week though? Like we launched this oh. thing on Saturday. Yeah, I, I am gonna go oh, ahead. Wow. I'm gonna read the totals off of Kickstarter right this very second. I'm just letting the page refresh. Hmm. Um, currently, 1,589 backers uh, for a 215,750 dollar total pledged towards a 35,000 dollar goal. And we still got nine days to go. This is good until February 6th. So, yeah, Carson, this is funded for you guys in what, an uh, hour and a half? So it was interesting. I was getting ready to create one of those promo graphics where you say funded in so many minutes, right? And, uh, of course, I looked at my friend Ben Conway's uh, graphics that he had created for RoboSkull. <laughs> and I believe we beat RoboSkull by three minutes. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, take that, RoboSkullers. Wow. No, it was, it was incredible. Um, I had never, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years now. This is our seventh Kickstarter and it's been a slow build the whole way where, you know, we've got more backers every time and we've got a little more money every time and new people coming on board each time and a lot of return faces because we, you know, we delivered on what we said we were going to every time. And so I knew that there was a lot of demand for this because I get people reaching out to me about the soft covers. Hey, are you going to reprint those? And every time I'm like, no, because we're going to redo volumes one and two. We're going to do it better. And we're going to do this hardcover and I'm going out and I'm gathering interviews and we're just going to make it bigger and better in every way. And so, but for the last couple of years, I've been fielding those requests. So I knew that there was some pent up demand, but good Lord, man, I did not <laughs> ever ever think we would have 1500 people that wanted to go in on this the last time 
we peaked at 420 and I was feeling great about 420. We, we raised $47,000 to print volumes five and six. I spent $58,000 because I created that $17,000 slip case. That was just a free, free <laughs> bonus item for everybody. And, uh, but then, you know, I had extras left over and had, i more than made my money back. But the point was I was feeling great about 420 backers in three weeks. Here we are six days into this and we've got over 1500 backers. Like we're going into star Wars territory here. We're going to, we're going to knock off the most previous, the most recent star Wars book, which is amazing. And by good people. And I backed it, but it's amazing that like star Wars is in our sights. You know what I mean? I, I just never thought that a GI Joe book Kickstarter, I knew I wanted it and I knew several hundred other people wanted it. I didn't know out of the gate, thousands of people were going to want it. So it's amazing. I'm blown away. Uh, it's like they say about overnight successes, Carson. They're just a long time in the running. <laughs> yeah, yeah all been, the hard been, work. Uh, but, yeah. but Carson, it's all hard work, right? You've been doing this for 10 of years, course. building everything up, right? You yeah. like your quality, every like you've always delivered and the quality is always as good as you can get it. Yeah. And, now and we, don't, we don't spare and, any expense. No, you, know? you don't. And sometimes you you pay it out out of your own pocket, you know, just to just to make it a tad better for the yep. rest of the fans because you yourself are a fan. So, you know, one of the I just always had faith in it. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. so I've been willing I've been willing to gamble. Like if you read the Kickstarter and make it all the way to the bottom, you know me, guys, I'm fully transparent every time out of the mm -hmm. gate. So if you go to the campaign tab and go to the bottom, you'll see that the hard cost on the printing, shipping and Kickstarter fees was going to be eighty seven thousand dollars. Right. Shipping so, is expensive. People don't understand yeah. like printing and shipping. <laughs> yep. So ma our maximum goal with all the unlocks was $57,000, but the actual like to get it printed and shipped was going to be $87,000. I was willing to gamble $30,000 of my own money. You know, if we could hit that goal, I'd unlock all those stretches and I'd throw my mm -hmm. own 30 in so that we all could have a better product. When it blew through those goals, I was like, I'm, this might be the first time I don't even have to dig deep in my own pocket. Like for real, it's crazy. Yeah. The support. Well, just, that was until, that was until today. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian and I have been before, talking with before the Before you get into that, before you get yeah, into yeah, that, yeah. Let, before we get too far in, I want to take a, a moment here. I got to, I got to, I have to hashtag plug the damn show at sure. some point, right? Yep. Uh, but uh, if, if you're new to us tonight, if you're watching us on YouTube, the, the thing you can do to, to help us out the best, Hit the like button on the video down below and subscribe to the channel. That's that's it. Of course, we're we're always striving to get more uh, subscribers and regular watchers. Uh, we need you guys. Uh, talk about ten years of work. Uh, yeah, we've been at it just that long too, and and <laughs> yep. we really need you guys to plug in. We're your favorite GI Joe podcasts. Favorite GI Joe podcast. Um, but um, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, go ahead and leave us some kind of emotion thing down below uh hit hit the thumbs up hit the heart hit the little huggy guy we do love little <laughs> huggy guy uh, oh and there's there's a few little huggy guys even um there you go. Me, yeah. yeah we got five little <laughs> huggy guys so far so those are great uh, we we love them and uh and again the thing you can do the, to help us out the most is to at some point head on over to facebook and uh or rather head on over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel there. You don't have to watch us there necessarily, but please subscribe there. That's the best way for us to keep track of everybody. Um, and at least, uh, you know, get ourselves to where we can, we can get monetized and, and do 
bigger and better things for you. Because uh, we certainly would like to do that. And this climb to a thousand subscribers is taking far too long. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you if you've already signed on. Uh, for the 24% of you who tune in every week and haven't, come on, man. Hit the button. Hit the button. Uh, we'll take a second here, uh, get, a, get a word in from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with more from Carson and Brian and what comes next. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. All right. Here we go. A, a fine batch of folks there at Kokomo Toys. Just, just last week, they, you know, we, we gave out all kinds of prizes from them. Three of our prize winners have yet to provide me with an address to send their prizes to. Oh, my God. So even, even when right? you're giving away hundreds of dollars, they can't, right. they can't send you the address. Just just got to send an email. Got to let me know where to put these things. So apologies if you haven't received your, your prize yet. Send me your address and maybe that will change. Because right. uh, the one person that did, he, he got his, it was sent out within two days. So I, I'm not nice. lazy here. We were, we were, it was out the door Monday. Come on. You're doing great. Oh, I try, Joe Colton. I try. You see what I you see what I'm working with here? I'm I with do. people that don't give me their address. <laughs> Carson, Brian. <You're> good. What's going <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I've, I've, I've let it out. I've got it all exhaled. out. Yeah, all out. Yeah. It's a therapy Mike, session. <laughs> maybe pick, pick up one of these. Just do that. Just crack I, got it my, open. Uh, I got I got my iced tea. I'm good. Ice tea on a right. Friday night. <laughs> Look. Uh, so if you go to the bottom of the campaign tab, you'll see the original production cost was 64450 And then if you added in the shipping and the Kickstarter fees, it was going to be eighty seven. So what Brian was alluding to is that all week, now that we got more money to spend, <laughs> we're thinking of ways to spend all of that money because that's what we do. <laughs> it's like we if we can trying. make this thing better – bigger and better and every step of the way we're going to do that like we we my want personal it. goal is to get carson to cough up thirty thousand dollars of his own money <laughs> Still. on top of whatever no. we raise I mean, like, I mean, oh he's got 30 grand in there okay no. we got some padding room here that's terrifying uh, it's it's typical though it's like um you know like i mean and i i do the, i go through this every time we do a show Every time we do something for uh, Codename Iowa, it's the same thing where it's like we get super excited about making cool stuff and we don't really like, you know, at some point we're all like budget, budget. Oh, what the hell? Throw it out yep. the window. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. You only live once, cool. right? We're only going to do be this cool. Once, this is going to be know? cool. This is going to be cool. Nobody else is doing something like this. So let's do this better. So yeah, um, I believe... Let me see here. I got here in my hand the uh, volume two hardcover. Cool. And I believe like this was approximately the size we were going for originally. That was so that's the photo. So pe most people don't even know what that is, Brian. That oh, is that's a, right. 
That is a one of a kind. Uh, <laughs> you had to order it individually, but it is cardstock pages with photo laminated pages that connect the card stocks, right? So the, those were, you could order them off of a site called Zeno, Z-N-O, mm -hmm. and I would upload the art files and they would make those one at a time. Um, but I do think, I, gosh, I don't even remember what scale that is. That's a little bit That's, bigger than the eight by 11 soft covers. We right, were right, right. But we're talking about something roughly originally yeah, roughly this size. Is. Mm -hmm. And then we got to talking and figuring some stuff out and doing some math. And now this cardboard piece represents they got to slide back so they can see it. <laughs> represents the the new side of the book. So yeah, we're there. We're you go. At like there. You go. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a little bigger. We'll we'll put it that, that way. Is, it's it's going to be just... fourteen inches across and fifteen inches tall. You're so like your coffee table kind yeah. of. Energy. Right. Got it. It's a, right. it's a coffee table sized coffee table book. Right. <laughs> just, put, just put some legs on it and you've right. got a table. Here we go. Here we go. I think so that was an episode is, of Seinfeld. Is that we were going to be right? able to do. <laughs> oh, actually, that's great, Brian. If you could put up yeah. a second figure with that. Oh, no, will... you have to have to ask me to. Everybody um... will immediately understand the reason we need 13 and a half inches width is because we're going to fit two of those traditional six by nine cards side by side with their file cards underneath. So we have to have 12 inches across. Plus we need another inch that goes into the gutter because you guys know how hard mm -hmm. covers, they get sewn into the binding and there's that gutter where you have a little bit of loss there and we're not going to put that artwork in the gutter. So, so we need 13 my, and a half my, inches. My, my not quite Vanna White skills. How you doing? Uh, really great. Paying off right now, but doing yeah, great. that gives you an idea, kind of what yeah. we're talking about. As I'm manhandling this, yeah. <laughs> this uh, major, major blood, vintage major blood, dropped hundred dollars in value because you crushed the bubble. Because <laughs> yes, because I have uh, my sweaty pizza palms. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm more I'm proud like of us. For, I'm proud of us for not going to the third hand jokes. <laughs> I'm proud of all of us. Oh. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in constant communication with our backers, but if you look at update number three, uh, you'll see some layouts that we did with the six by nine cards and the card. I can, the you, card. Do you want to share the, let yeah. me share the screen. I can yeah, pull Mike, that up. If you can share a screen. Yes. As soon Oops. as it is made available to me. All right. The one thing I'm not supposed to show, I've sh I, I have pulled up. Oh, show um, it all. I don't care. <laughs> you guys know me. I show everything. No, it's not. There's, if it's your, there's nine more days in this campaign. What I was going to say, I was going to yeah. say, if it was your project, no problem. Yeah. This oh, is somebody else's pro show, project. And so, yeah. I'm guilty of oversharing all the time. Um, okay, so I do want to say a little quick asterisk on this thing. All the conversation we have tonight is stuff that Brian and I have been knee deep in with the printer all week. We're scoping stuff. We're figuring out what's doable. And so everything we talk about tonight, it might not all happen, right? But these are the, this is what we're shooting for. Aim for the moon and you'll land on the stars, right? So we've got probably a half dozen hardcover upgrade ideas and another three or four like separate items that are going to be included with it hmm. that we're scoping out. I mean, this thing is going to get ridiculously like packed out. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. Brian, you want to show them some stuff? I am trying if my computer would allow me to do so. And it is say, it's saying denied. Oh, denied. All right. Let's try this real quick. We shall see. We shall see. Oh, beauty of live television, right? Right. Look, you just uh, you just sat through me running the wrong intro. 
to a show to a show that we've done quick. Right. Yes. To a show that we've done in this format 80 times. Yes. It's loading. It's loading. It's taking a sweet, sweet time. It's a small PDF, but it's going. There we go. Is this the right one? Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is just the one side page. This is the oh, this is the bad one. Oh, Brian. Oh, I know. Here, so we'll let everybody in on a, on a little like the behind the scenes kind of stuff. So this was like yeah. the first thing that that uh, cobbled together. And at my hand, at my uh, my availability, I had like these old file cards I had personally from another scan uh, that we just threw in there. But this was kind of when we were just trying to figure a few things out and what things were going to look like. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the thirteen and a half wide. That is the score. Yes. Now let's go to. Let's see. We are taking our sweet time still. La, da, 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 da. <laughs> Does not like. Hey, 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 hey. None of that. That's copyrighted. Oh, Ooh, sorry. yeah. Sorry. We'll get in trouble. You got to go, go public domain. You got to dial <laughs> it way back. I love that you think my singing is close enough to the actual. <laughs> Very nice of you. If I could tell what it is, then it's close enough. Right. Well, I apologize. Apparently, this computer or Aww. this uh, this does not like PNGs very well. So, oh sure. Unfortunately, all I, all I got is PNGs to show Blame up. It the on your ones. computer. Uh, if, you, if you bear with yeah. me for a second. I feel like Carson is like. Hold on, let me see what I can do on this. End. Oh no, you think we were we'd be prepared? Well, the problem is, is the screen share is not working. So if that would have been tested earlier, if I was diligent at all, hell, lucky I'm here. All right, there we go. We got new saves coming. Let's see. Ooh. Why don't you go ahead and kick kick the old share out and just try to re-add it from scratch? All right. But you don't like JPEGs either. All right, I'm gonna try something. Let me see. All right, try it. Get mine going. All right, one second. Sure, How we doing, guys? Uh, actually, I think Mike would have to queue it up. Yep. There we go. Okay. Ah. So, oh, inception. Um, really quick, really quickly. Uh, this is the first thing that you know Brian sent over to me, and this is basically just showing where the bleed is that we were talking uh -huh. about for the gutter on the right hand side. And then the uh, outlines for where the six by nine card backs would go. And then the outlines for where the file cards would go. And so then overnight, I just kind of whipped this thing up using our current assets. But I do want to point out, look how freaking sexy those new assets are. Thanks, Chad mm -hmm. Huckle, for all the Photoshop work. These photos, uh, all these figures were shot with HDR photography, which is high definition mm -hmm. resolution where you shoot multiple exposures. So the blown out areas are no longer blown out. The black areas have a lot more richness to them. You can see a lot more depth, a lot more curvature on that black snake eyes leg for example um so the photography of the mint on card figures is head and shoulders above where it was and all of that has been redone so this was just dumping in the content into brian's template so this was very much a first stab at it and then this was an alternate that i was thinking of where you put the unadorned artwork behind it to create a little depth there uh, nice. we pretty quickly moved on from all of this and let the professionals do what the professionals do. So Brian uh, came up with, well, this was my initial kind of clean design and this mimics what I've done in the soft cover versions. But then Brian took over and created one that emulates the blueprints uh, of all the early vehicles. And I love this text treatment up here. 
I'm such a big fan of that right there. And then obviously like this text is, is sexier than what I had in the clean version as well. It's got these really nice page numbers with the book titles down here. And then it's got the 1982 to remind you that's the section that you're in on the bottom right corner. So there's a lot of really nice text elements here and they're all, you know, inspired by the blueprints. And then the third option that we put together was inspired by the back of the vehicle boxes from 1982 to 1985. They use this black to red gradient and you've got the flag points here in the bottom corner, which I fucking <laughs> love. And then you've still got that 1982 uh, to let you know what section you're in. And then this emulates the, the text layout and the typography of the vehicle boxes. So it's all the same content. It's just, you know, taking inspiration from different things. So you've got clean, you got blueprint and you've got vehicle box back inspired. So that's the kind of stuff that we're going to be getting into and sharing with the collaborative backers that are spending a little bit of extra money to be part of the creative process. So we're going to share that out. We're going to put up polls. Their votes are going to have an impact and they're going to help us shape, shape this book over the next like nine months that we're cranking on the book and the videos. So on the video portion, I've shot 40 hours with these guys over the last couple of years multi-camera interviews, drone footage, steady cam. You just shot the heck out of it. That's what I do for a living is video and animation. And so I'll be cranking hard on the Blu-ray while also providing a ton of content to Brian and weighing in on how we lay things out. And of course, I'm also writing more and more articles to put throughout the book that'll be based on those interviews that I've conducted. One other thing I wanna show you guys really quick. This just went live tonight. This is the product of 12 hours of interviews uh, conducted over Zoom with Ed Morrill uh, during COVID. And then after uh, I went to, to his house once again, I've been to his house like four times now and, uh, and recorded for another three or four hours. So we've recorded probably 16 hours together. And just from the notes that I took during those interviews, we created this creator profile for Ed Morrill. So for those that are watching, uh, you can go under pre-production, then go under creator profiles and then go to Ed Morrill and you can read this at your leisure. It is 11 pages, 11 pages of single spaced text in Microsoft Word. There's a tremendous <laughs> amount of content here documenting his whole career path. And most people don't know this guy and they don't, they don't associate him with GI Joe, which is a shame because he worked on GI Joe from 1969 to 1989. He hired Don Stivers, managed the artwork of the seventies. He hired Hector Garrido managed the artwork of the 80s that we all know and love. He oversaw the design of the G.I. Joe, a real American hero brand, the Adventure Team brand, the Super Joe brand, the brand refresh for American Hero in 86. I mean, this guy was there for 20 years putting in work. He created thumbnail sketches for each of the figures that were then turned into paintings. This is not his sketch. We just talked about this today and I updated the page with some uh, revised information there. This was something that was in his paperwork, but was not a sketch that he completed. But on, in all honesty, it's probably somebody in his office that created it. Why else would it be in his paperwork? Or it came from Hasbro's art department. Doesn't really matter. We've, clar we've clarified that he didn't personally put pencil to paper on that. But it's nice to show the production process going from sketch to painting to package. So all this stuff is going to be rolled into and presented in the book. 
but we don't just want to sell you guys stuff we also want to share this with the whole community for free and in perpetuity so this is already posted on 3djoes.com you go to 3djoes.com edmoral and this is all there for you guys to enjoy so i hope you do enjoy it and i hope everybody uh finds a a, a new respect for this guy who was a, an unsung hero that that isn't talked about much in the community he also managed the back of the packaging product photo shoots and so that's you know these types of things there's that background that brian used for inspiration on the figure page and so you get to see a little bit of behind the scenes of how these things were shot these are all taken from high resolution kodachrome transparencies and these are prototype figures like if you look at um that figure right there i believe is lampreys body you can see the weird you know vest that he's got on making him look yeah. like he's got man boobs a little bit <laughs> so there's <laughs> sergeant slaughter is way chunkier and this is the the prototype type figures that ed morrill would be given and he would go to a photo studio in new york and oversee the photography of these things so there's uh, hundreds of photos in here you can see how with a transparency he would do an overlay and markup revisions on these things and he was just involved in every aspect of the packaging from 1969 to 1989. We talk about everything from Toy Fair to developing the brand to revising the brand and uh, how it came to an end in 1989 and what he's up to now. And uh, there he is. He actually came to my house. Uh, there's my little Toys R Us he was visiting. We looked at figures for hours and then we went to a Duke basketball game. He's a good friend of mine now. Um, and there's actually a, a PDF here that is his full story from his perspective. Um, I didn't include a lot of the kind of childhood and army inspiration stuff that he included in this article. So if you get done with this page and you want to read more, just click on download file there. And it's another 13 pages on Ed Morrill. So I'm just That's I'm really great. proud. I'm really proud to, to meet these guys, talk with them for hours upon hours, and then work my butt off documenting it so all you guys can, you know, enjoy it and digest it in an easily digestible way that's hopefully, you know, entertaining and enjoyable. So uh, we just rolled that out tonight. So you guys go have a look at it. Yeah. Excellent. I talk a lot when I get excited. <laughs> no judgment here. He's like, a, he's just a good friend now. And it's like, oh my God, we finally get to show this thing. We've been working on that for years. I, I know it's just like a page on a website somewhere, but you know, to me, it's like this guy, you know, he spent 20 years of his career working on this stuff. And it's awesome to kind of put that all out there for people to understand and appreciate and enjoy. It's crazy for me because that's the, the I mean, honestly, like, you know, people talk about how they were inspired as a child and they keep playing with the GI Joe and they keep collecting it and everything like that. But quite literally, like I was drawing the GI Joe Dragonfly out of the the catalog that I got in second grade or whatever when the teacher was like, "Whoa, that is really good. You're kind of got some talent." And I'm like, yeah. "I don't know if I do or not. All I know is I'm dreaming of when I can get my hands on this toy." Right. And so quite literally to come up, you know, 40 years later and being able to not only like, you know, enjoy interact reconnect with things that inspired my childhood but to also help contribute and put back that information and that inspiration back out to the community both from what carson and i carson's invited me to work on with the book to what we do with the shows and everything else i mean that's you know it is absolutely full circle coming all the way around to 
why did I want to learn how to draw? Why do I, you know, why, what inspires me for graphic design and what inspires me for advertising and marketing. And honestly, a lot of it just points right back down to the toy aisle and to all, all those guys and all those women who worked on the line for, you know, especially that first five, six years that I was really in there that had a lot to do with uh, shaping how I think about the job I do in advertising. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely nuts. I, I 100, 100% echo that sentiment, man. I have no doubt that GI Joe put me on a creative path too, from watching the cartoon back in 1984, 85, 86, when I was really young, uh, to seeing, to getting my first figure in hand in 86, to reading Larry Hama's comic book, to becoming a lifelong reader of comic books because of that gateway drug. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's no mm -hmm. doubt in my mind, there was a time in the 1980s when Marvel was struggling, where G.I. Joe was by far the most subscribed to comic book. There's mm -hmm. no doubt that putting cartoons on TV as commercials to advertise a comic book, but also really advertise the toy, but you know, they were getting around regulations with that, doing 30-second animated ads. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that that brought a ton of new people into the comic book kind of stores, into the industry, made them you know readers for life. So... I have no doubt that GI Joe, like it inspired a generation of creative people and made us pursue creative paths. Yeah. I mean, shoot, yeah. it's, it's almost 40 years ago and, and we still sit up every Friday night talking about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to, to cast a little more light, you know, you said Marvel was struggling and, and they were GI Joe wasn't just Marvel's number one book. GI Joe was the number one book period. Wow. Right. Like it, it, the, the industry was doing pretty well. Uh, through most of the 80s, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you could sell 100,000 copies of, of a book and, and get canceled. Whereas today that would make you number one with a bullet. <laughs> so, uh, so GI Joe was, 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 was blasting through all kinds of, of, of sales figures on a month to month basis. And, and, and so there, there really is, there's a generation of folks out there that were inspired by this and, and, you know, it, it, hopefully we keep turning up out of the woodwork because it's it's been it's been fun to have it keep uh keep around all these years it looks like they're popping up man i'm telling you just you know anecdotal evidence but just based on the number <laughs> of people that are entered that are interested in the products that i've been working on it seems to be growing i mean gi joe seems to be really hot right now man and it's it's such a relief because we had a few years of relative dormancy there 20 you know 13 14 15 16 17 18 right yeah. <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty quiet there for there was a couple years there's a few years yeah. in there where there was nothing so i mean they got rid of yeah. the club in 2018 and i was like oh no like what's next because for a few years there 16 17 18 the club was like the only people making stuff mm -hmm. so right. it was it was scary there for a little bit as like a diehard lifelong gi joe fan and then boom classified retro now sky striker and o-ring like let's do it man they, they've mm -hmm. they're putting a lot of energy and effort into gi joe and i'm thrilled to see it and i think that's probably contributing to the success of this kickstarter is they've reignited the passion in a lot of gi joe fans and i've heard this through direct messages through the kickstarter that people have gotten back into the line because of classified or because of the uh latest HasLab that they did so i've literally heard that from several people so i have no doubt that hasbro is ringing the bell loud and clear and people are are, are responding to it so sorry so about my dog if you can hear that lapping <laughs> He's very, he's very thirsty. Car Carson, Carson, uh, every time you're on, the dog interjects. Does something. something. Right? So 
So really, like if if you've been following this show at all, yeah, we're kind of expecting the dog at some point. And well, really, my dog is my dog is actually right here, right next to me, staring at me, wanting to come up on my lap, because it seems like that happens all the time. I mean, I won't the time. You could yeah. do that. We're, we're not judging. Really do that, Moxie. You want to yeah. come up here? You want to say hi to all the folks? All seventy-one of them. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Ah! Hey, buddy. Look at the camera. Look over there. Who's that? No. No, I just want to lick your face. There you go. There you go. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, there's the love. There's the love. I know. I know. I know. We've been a we've been a I've been a single single dog parent all week, so she's been very very needy and dependent on me sitting on the couch and hanging out. And nice. I know. She really she really does have her she has her and we have to adhere to it so it's uh nice. yeah like uh yeah she's missing her our uh what are we what are we watching usually right now blue bloods or some garbage like that i mean thing like that um yeah. no brian oh, the, ans the answer care, is brian. the answer is normally you're watching what's on joe mind I, there you go I watching on what's on joe that's mind. what i'm doing I, i'm Friday listening night. i'm listening to it while i sit on the couch with my wife and watch um uh, Hill Street Blues, or uh, uh, whatever that show is. Uh. <laughs> He's when, my mom, when my mom visits Brian, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's on Ion Television. Like yeah, 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 nonstop oh. with blue bloods. <laughs> oh yeah, no, is this the yeah. one where Danny gets it's really dark. angry? Yeah. <laughs> and this is the one where 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 Tom Selleck is really, uh, you know. Stoic and yeah, yeah. And, and, say anything. Like, can't we just eat our Sunday? <laughs> oh, formulaic television, it's awesome. Yeah, hey, you, you gotta you gotta get your dramas in before the reruns of the nanny comes on. Yeah. And remember the I've swear jar so is, well is brought to week. us. The swear jar is brought to us by our good friends at all the cool stuff. Uh, be sure to check them out at all the cool stuff.co.uk. And check out our, our coffee page. You can find the link for it down below. You can also find Joe Colton's personal uh, cosplay uh, coffee link down below. It's Every uh, time I try and start out not swearing. I made it pretty far tonight. Yeah, you know, you, you did better than you normally do. Yeah. I think last week it was closer to the hour mark when she hit, though. Mm. Uh, this is Brian's fault. He brought up. I thought I actually I was I was like going back in my mind like did I go did I do it did I because you know. I no. this is the longest I've gone without swearing. Yeah, it's probably hard. in a while. Ever? Probably in a while. Ever? I probably, mean, it's you, really you know, hard. I had it as a interviews. New Year's resolution, and like that fucking day, <laughs> Mark Weber got me swearing on what's on Joe Mine, and I was like. Dude, I'm trying. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. It's fine. Anyway, back to why these guests um, are here. <laughs> yeah. So you, you were talking, uh, Carson, you, you made a, a, a an allusion to other projects. Yeah. Ooh. And so speaking, you know, you, you have more than one project in the hopper, of course. The last time you were on a, a full episode. You yeah, know, not, not counting the mail call episode, but last time you were on a full episode, because uh, nobody watched the mail call episode anyway, even though it's chock full of great information, mm -hmm. uh, and people are just being obstinate. So 
Go mm-hmm. watch the mail call episode with Carson and our other fine mail call episodes. And you'll because see. Because that's, that's when we talk to you, the viewer. Um, but anyways, Carson, going back to your last full episode. Yep. Uh, Operation Recall. Yeah, thing. so I blame this thing on like the COVID crazy. You know, I was just home and I had too much time to think to myself and come up with wacky ideas, and so I was already usually, working. I would I would just start watching Blue Bloods at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I don't watch a lot of television, and I think that's why this kind of stuff happens. Um, I, I only watch Blue Bloods in my life. I only watch TV when I eat. That's kind of my thing. It's like I, I'm, I'm trying to work all day, and then when I eat, okay, I'll watch the last episode of you know Mandalorian or Boba Fett or whatever. Um, so I was working on this hardcover and I was going around to interview these guys. And in the past, I'd just done audio interviews. And this time I was like, okay, I'm going to do video, but sit down talking head, long form interviews can be kind of dull to watch. So I was wondering what could I do to make it a more experiential interview where I'm asking them questions as they're doing something or just getting them up out of their chair and that kind of thing. And so then I came up with the idea real quick of what if I had them design an action figure from start, all the way to finish from ideation sketches to refined designs, to color studies, to presentation art, to package art, to sculpted figure, to sculpted accessories, to now to manufactured. I never thought we would do manufactured. I thought this whole thing was gonna be one chapter in the hardcover. I legitimately did. And as I worked on it and as I documented it, um, I can actually pull up a page real quick. Where were you wrong? I was totally wrong and that's great. And that's great. I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? I love, I love being wrong when it involves uh, passion projects that grow like well beyond the original intent. I'm good with that. Um, All right. So let me share my screen really quick. Let's see. There we go. So I've been documenting this as we go. So the figure was something that I came up with in 1989. I wrote the president of GI Joe about it and asked him to make this figure. I told him I have 103 men, right? Like, please make this thing. I was really playing it up. The reason that I wrote you is I want to ask you to make the man for me. These designs took me a long time to make. So please look them over closely when making your choice to make him or not. So this was a 10 year old me. I wrote the file card. I did the, the illustrations, the character designs. I could, I told them even like some parts that they could reuse to minimize the manufacturing. I even drew the inside pieces with like the T hook and the rivets and the screws. It's really, (laughs) it's really innocent and cute, you know, but it's like this, he's a radio teletype operator and he came with a carrier pigeon and I didn't have a code name for him, actually. Uh, if you look at it, it says homing pigeon code named and then air quotes, right? Like I was not sure what I wanted to code name him. Up here, I just called him CP, which was obviously for carrier pigeon. So anyway, I sent this in to Hasbro and they were like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks, right? So they sent me the very nice rejection letter. Uh, and I was like, whatever, I'll still make a steel brigadier called Rotello. And that was the end of it for a few decades. Um, so during COVID, I'm getting ready to do these interviews. I was like, you know what? Would you guys be interested in designing a new figure and me documenting that with video? So here was the pitch that I sent along to Ron Rudat and Kirk Bazigian. This was back in 2020. And they said yes, believe it or not. And so that's been the experience this entire process. I'll walk you through like 20 steps really quick. But Ron Rudat did the initial designs which were awesome, gave me a couple different character options, gave me a bunch of accessory options, backpacks and carrier pigeons and drones and carrier pigeons with armor. And so me and uh, Kirk got together, and this was via Zoom, you can tell from that headshot, but we got together and marked it up. And all this red is Kirk Bazigian's genius. Like he literally went through 
and he, you know, he selected some things and marked out some other things, but he also added a lot of ideas, which were great. And so he's, he's not just like a marketing genius. He really is a creative powerhouse. And I think you'll see that in the video that I captured with him as we were going through this creative process. So anyway, there's uh, backpack ideas, accessory, you know, uh, the big thing to come out of this meeting was we decided let's do an old school carrier pigeon, but let's also do a very er, like new and modern drone. So scope creep, once again, it, it, it happens to all of us. Let's just do it all. So anyway, there's the revised line art. And then there's a 360 turnaround that Ron Rudat illustrated for the sculptor to use in the sculpting of this figure. And then here's the accessory drawings, engineering drawings. And that's where Ron basically moved on to start doing color studies. So he did six color studies. Of course, Kirk looked at those and was like, yeah, let's take this piece, that piece, that piece, that piece. And so we ended up doing a seventh color study, which is awesome. This is where we've landed. And then once we had sign off on that, then Ron made the presentation art. So this is a more refined piece of artwork that they would have used to show through to management to get approval to move on to the engineering of the figure. And so... Once we got done with that, I did a little bit of research and I sent it all to Larry Hama and Larry Hama wrote the file card. Boom. I literally, everybody has said yes, every step of the way. And it's been amazing. Um, I just feel really, really blessed that people have believed in my vision and are just like wacky enough to say like, yeah, this kid's crazy, but I'm going to, I'm just, you know what? I'm going to help them out. So uh, Adam Freeman helped me take the engineering drawings from the accessories and create these awesome 3d designed uh, versions of those. And so thank you, Adam, for helping bring this to life. And then Mike Seifert, Seifert, I got to ask him about that pronunciation. Mike Seifert, we'll go with that, uh, helped turn those into 3d printable. So he's more of like an engineer and a printing genius. And so he helped actually turn those accessories into printable objects. And so there you see Tiger Force Duke with all of Rotello's accessories, including the carrier pigeon who has a helmet and a flak vest <laughs> and several Rob Liefeld pouches. He can carry all the messages. He's awesome. Uh, you got a, a machine gun with a removable suppressor and, a, and removable mags. And the mags tuck into the backpack. Uh, there you can see three magazines will fit in that backpack pouch. So we really thought this thing through and tried to bring a lot of play value to it. Then I laid out a card back for how much space each of the accessories would take. I gave this to Ed Morrill, who was the packaging guy that I mentioned earlier in this video. And I gave him an 82 example and an 86 example so he could choose. And so Ed Morrill did four sketches of different poses using that space to try to best show off this figure and his accessories. And we landed on this one. Um, so after that, Doug Hart, the painter who worked at Hasbro and did a ton of GI Joe illustrations from 1987 to 1994, he asked for photo for photo reference because he is a very much like a realist painter. He loves to have photorealistic illustrations of people. So I did my best to emulate Ed Morrill's pose and I <laughs> posed with my Keltec Sub 2000 and a bunch of facial expression close-ups and that kind of thing. And I know I look ridiculous, but I'm just, you know, I'm going with it. Uh, so then Doug Hart, we went back and forth a ton as he was fleshing this out, but we've got a lot of the kind of iterations of the illustration as it started to get fleshed out. One of my favorite things to talk about, though, is the Vietnamese tiger stripe pants. That was inspired by my dad, who had those fatigues laying around the house all the time when I was a kid, and we would put them on, dress up, and play Army. And also the Deopresso Liber Special Forces belt buckle. That's inspired by my dad, who was in Special Forces for much of my childhood. So very cool to get some of my dad in there. Uh, there's the, you know, the artwork we were refining. I just, you know, I asked him to put the American flag there on that right shoulder. 
I asked him to add a heads up display and then the bullets coming out of the gun. And of course, a little bit of muzzle, muzzle flare, even though with our suppressor, you're not supposed to see much of that. This is imagination here, kids. So uh, <laughs> there's the final artwork, which looks amazing. Um, there it is in much Can larger Can you zoom form. in at all on that? <laughs> Are you there kidding? You Are you serious? All right, there you go. Um, so yeah, there's the drone and there's the carrier pigeon. He's got it all, man. We just, we just did everything, all the ideas. So then I went to Bill Merkline who's a con he was a contract sculptor for hasbro he also sculpted tons of uh, miniatures he was a military miniature artist he did holograms he did the visa dove that's on millions and millions of credit cards he sculpted that um he worked on visionaries he just he worked on a, a bunch of lines so i went to bill merkline and lived in his house i'm not even exaggerating for two weeks while he sculpted this thing from scratch <laughs> using that little plastic that little blue buck right there sculpted this thing from scratch so you can see how he started to layer up all the muscle and clothes first and then he started to well the very detailed head sculpt which is beautiful and then he started to put the straps and the pouches and the grenades and everything on and i've got 15 to 20 hours worth of footage just with bill merkline uh watching him and, and learning the tricks of the trade with him as he developed this figure so it's it's been the project of a lifetime i can say that without question this has been the most fun i think i've ever had working on anything and there's a 360 spin of the figure and the accessories all geared up. This is still at the two up scale. So this is uh, sculpted at twice the scale of the what the final product O-ring 3.75 inch, inch figure would be. Um, and so then you take that, you break it down into all its little itty bits and you cast it in resin, right? You make a mold and then you cast several versions of it. And the reason we have three versions there, one will be the paint master for me to use for photography and marketing. The other will be a paint master that goes to the factory in China. And then the third one will be one that stays in its broken down itty bitty bits. And that's what the factory is going to use to create the steel cut molds that they'll use to pour plastic and manufacture the figure. So next up is packaging, which actually we've already got a jump start on. And I just I'm not ready to share that yet. So <laughs> that's where I, I get guess. that's where I get secretive. But know that. And I'll say this, and I've said this already on multiple occasions. If Hasbro wants to do this, if they want to license this, if they want to make this thing like official, oh my God, let's do it. I would love it. That would be the biggest and best outcome ever, but I doubt they will. So, so we're developing another brand uh, to, to bring this thing to life and manufacture it so everybody can have it in their collection. So 33 years later, after I initially came up with this wacky figure idea, we're actually making it with all the guys. Um, okay, so I'm going to share one more thing with you. All and right. if you're looking for, for more details, we got into this really in-depth uh, yep. back on episode 174. So if you're if yeah. you're wanting to get more information, go back to, to What's on Joe Mind 174 from a couple months back. Yeah, that was the lightning round because I figure if people were interested in this project, they probably already watched that episode. So that was definitely the lightning round. Something right, new. right. I, I knew there was some progress, so I wanted to bring yeah. it back up and let you... Yeah, let, no, I set. appreciate it. I appreciate it. So one of the things to share is the brand that we've developed to roll this thing out. And so it's called Operation Recall. And are you seeing the screen share? There you go. Uh, so Operation Recall, basically the military has the right to recall old service members in times of great need for the country. That's where recall comes from. So Operation Recall means that we're getting these legendary creators back on active duty to create all new action figures. And so there's a little bit of writing here about, you know, this wacky kid back in 89 created this thing, but these professionals were actually 
busy fighting in the tour the toy wars and creating amazing experiences for kids of my age and so after the decades wore on the toy wars cooled they received honorable discharges after performing their duties and so then flash forward 30 years later the same naive but ambitious kid convinced them to still make this figure and so that's how the story goes so together they will create all new action figures to reignite the toy wars will you join them in this mission and list today so that's the pitch is basically look we've got the entire creative team the figure designer ron rudat the brand manager kirk bazigian the writer larry hama the packaging genius ed morrill the illustrator doug hart and the sculptor bill merkline all on board not to just create Rotello, but to create an entirely new action figure line between our minimum goal is four figures our maximum that we're willing to commit to at this moment is 16 figures and i'll be launching this shortly shortly after the creating the are the uh, collecting the art of gi joe that's all that's what i got that's what i got man i, I think this moves you past uh, you know in 1989 you were a little nudge right uh, i think here in 2022 you're a budinsky i think you've moved up in the world to, <laughs> from nudge to budinsky okay is that an upgrade or a downgrade i think it's an upgrade i, I always took it as an upgrade i i mean uh, because, uh, you know, you can kind of ignore a nudge. So, yeah, I hope I hope nobody's ignoring me at this point. Um, no, that's why you're <laughs> up to a Budinsky. Right. Just to, just to give you an idea of this is the two-up scale, right? So the backpack with the straps, and these are removable straps. You just pull them right out and drop them off the little hooks at the bottom. Right? So you got backpack with removable straps, typical old peg. You got the drone. Just wee, wee, wee swivel that off it's off to go spy on the russians that are getting ready to invade ukraine then you got the magazines on the side right there so there's three magazines right there you can pull those out those obviously go in the machine gun right here and that magazine's removable of course and also the suppressor is removable so man we've we've done our best every step of the way we've just done our best and again tried to not cut costs not cut but cut budget this is an insanely expensive o-ring figure way too many accessories and too many paint apps as <laughs> we probably wouldn't make it because it would be too profitable but just wanted to really blow it out and have fun with it there's a communications helmet with a heads-up display and the microphone so uh we're working on paint masters right now my friend matthew lacroix has a couple of the resins and he's painting it up for me right now i'm super excited to see what that looks like and i've got the paints for the accessories they're not all going to be that flat gray color so it's been fun man i mean this has been like two years of a passion project having fun in the background talking to some of you guys about it i mean y'all saw it at joe fest you know so i we did a panel there but there's an idea of like all the artifacts are in the portfolio if you guys come to joe fest this year everything from like the original letter <laughs> Like, I, I brought this. I brought this folder to Joe Fest last year, and everybody could see like all the steps along the way. So you can see kind of the artifacts that it took to go through this creative process. You know, just like nice little letters that the guys wrote me along the way and stuff. And uh, I'll have all this at Joe Fest this year, and you can come flip through it. And then hopefully you will support Operation Recall. Oh, I do want to say this about Operation Recall every single dollar that we raise is going to go to these creators to make more figures there's nothing built in for me and nothing built in for me and brian or anybody else right the entire budget of operation recall 
is going to fund the further development of new figures because these guys should be working. Some of them are, are working plenty. Luckily, Larry's plenty busy. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. some of them, some of them are a little more dormant than they should be. You know what I mean? Because they, they deserve these opportunities. They still have the capability. They're capable of producing incredible figures for us. And why would we as a community not rally behind that and just put them back to work, man, put them back to work in the toy wars. So it's a, it's a passion project, man. When we, when we got done bar none, every one of them was like, well, it's kind of a shame that this thing is coming to an end because it's been pretty fun, you know? So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how this happened. Somehow it like, <laughs> it, it just evolved into this crazy dream project. Yeah, Sometimes momentum is a wonderful thing. We got it, man. We got it. Every one of them had a good time doing it. And that has led to every one of them, you know, agreeing. Yeah. You, you want to raise some money and make this thing happen? Let's do it. You know? So we're going to do it. We're <laughs> so going to do it. Of, we'll give everybody a couple seconds. We got a couple of extra minutes. So we'll, we'll take some, if anybody in the live crowd has questions, we'll take a few of those pertaining to these projects. Either just keep mm -hmm. keep it limited to to either Operation Recall or to the art of GI Joe Omnibus. Let's let's keep focused and and not stretch out uh, our guests on stuff they they don't need us to, to be talking about. Uh, That's the just, paper that came off of Bill Merklein's desk, so it's got clay all over it. And he <laughs> and he also likes to call it the dust of Merklein when he like sands a sculpture and like little white powder comes off. <laughs> it's got plenty of dust of Merklein on it. Just throw so. a, a reminder out there if you're watching us and you are not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, every week we find about 24% of you are not subscribed, and that's just silly. Uh, it's a pretty consistent number every week. Some, sometimes when I see new people who have subscribed, it's people who are here every week, and that's just ridiculous. So uh, please jump on and help us reach our goals, and that will help us provide a more entertaining product for you. Um if you're on Facebook, go ahead, leave us some kind of, an, of, a, of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy because we love little huggy guy. Uh, but really, the thing you can do to help us out the most is visit us on YouTube and, and give a subscription over there. Ben Conway has provided a lot tonight, but he's going to provide our first question here. <laughs> when is Operation Recall going to go live? Yeah, yes. I've, I, I've been notoriously, question. I've been notoriously, you know, cat and mouse about this uh, because a lot of it does not depend on me. A lot of it depends on other people and their availability to knock out certain kind of checklist items that have to be done. So getting the cast made, getting the resins, uh, getting these paint masters done. Obviously we got to do some photography before that. I didn't want to go live without a paint master with, you know, properly colored accessories to photograph and show that will approximate what the factory produced a uh, piece of, you know, collectible goodness will look like. And so, I man, I'm shooting for March first. I'm shooting right. for March first. I wanted to, I wanted to be out there by March first. This Kickstarter for collecting the art of GI Joe ends February sixth. We did a short window because we knew like people are either going to want this book or they're not, and we thought there would be some pent up demand, and obviously there is, which is amazing. So as soon as that wraps up, I'm going to turn my sights on editing. I've already shot it, but editing the promotional video for Kickstarter to get people excited about throwing their money behind this. And uh, that's going to take me a little bit of time. And I also want to do a call for submissions for anybody and everybody <laughs> out there in the community that had a dream, that had a twinkle in their eye as a kid and submitted something to Hasbro. I want you to have your chance 
to have the same amazing experience that I did over the last year and a half with these guys. And they've agreed to that too. So what we're going to do is take submissions from the community, have a round table with Kirk Bizigian, Ron Rudat, Mark Pennington, who was the figure designer that followed Ron Rudat. We're going to select the winning concepts and we're going to make those figures. So people from the community are potentially going to have that same amazing experience that I just got to have. Um, so yeah, stay tuned first for the call for submissions and then stay tuned for the Kickstarters going live. So Brian, I see you, you have an image that is queued up for me. Yeah. To you want me to get that up there? Yeah. Why don't we do this? Cause this is a little reveal and this is a little something that I don't think, uh, Carson has seen yet. Um, <laughs> this, what? Yeah. this, this is the proposed slipcase slash book box so that uh, is going to accompany your omnibus uh, hardcover. So... Yeah, this is this is one of those scope creeping examples. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little one. Um, yeah, so it's not, we were... not going to be a little expenditure. I'll tell you that. No, 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 no. <laughs> what started off as being like a little like uh, like kind of like the old pull away box is now turned into yeah. this whole thing that actually opens up. And we'll have similar function to the old style uh, figure case. Yes. So this thing is uh, amazing. It is. It is so fun. It is it scaled. So it is scaled up, perfect proportions of the original carrying case, so it'll fit the book. Uh, that is the original painting. No touch-ups. No alterations. Um, I was telling Carson this, I think this morning, right? Or this afternoon when we were talking. Yeah. I said I was getting so frustrated because I was trying to make it align with what the original one was. And then I started looking at it and realized somebody went in and worked on that one to make it fit on that original printed piece. And so this is the untouched piece. Yes. Untouched painting. The unmolested artwork as yes. it was originally painted. Yes. This is so and beautiful, man. So this great. is going to be this is going to be so much fun. So um, we're going to emulate the back panel with some of our own uh, own stuff in there, our own uh, mimicking of some of the details in there. Um, and even the plan is, is to once you open it up, we will have one side that will look like we have some figures in there. Um, Maybe a well, I don't want to say because we don't Carson would say it. I'm not going to say, say it. I'll say it. I've got okay. I, diarrhea right. of the mouth. I talk about it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know me. I'm the worst at keeping secrets. Yeah, I know. No, I'll, I I'll know. say what we're brainstorming. And this is as a shout out and, and a tribute to the people that have been kind enough to give their time to speak with us, which creates all the much needed research that we can use to embellish this artwork and tell the stories behind who made this stuff and the decisions, they processes that they went through. Everybody that we interviewed has a corresponding action figure that either looked like them on the package artwork or was sculpted to match their face in the actual toy or just that they identify with as a favorite figure. And so what we're going to do is when you open that collector case, you know, you had figures down the left side and the little file card spot and then figures down the right hand side. We're going to get rid of the file card box and we're just going to have two rows of figures and it's going to say featuring interviews with and you'll have little illustrations of each of their figures. So Kirk Bazigan would be Law, Ron Rudat would be Leatherneck, Ed Morrill would be Ricondo, et cetera, et cetera. So that top row is going to be all figures. The bottom row is going to be all figures. And it's going to be shout out to the creators that did interviews that have ended up in the book. It's going to, this thing, 
when she was describing it to us, instead of just a slip case that it just slides out of, this is a box. Like it's it's got edges that come up and fold over each other and it clasps on the end with a little magnet. So when you close it, it's gonna have that really nice snap like sound to it, like the collector case does when you close it. So I, we don't even know what this is going to cost yet. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Sign me up. <laughs> we'll, spend your, we'll spend your money somehow, Carson. But I'm, I'm telling you, like we find ways to blow the budget. But this was just like oh. that big idea where I was like, okay, the slipcase that was 17 grand. This is going. This is going to do the same thing in my mind. This is your first impression. This is the first thing you see, and when you open it up. It's, I think it's going to be really magical to see like starring all those guys with their little figures and everything. I'm super pumped about it. You know, some of the other stuff that we're thinking about a 10 print set that is 14, but 14 wide by 15 tall that also fits in this little container of the top 10 unadorned pieces of artwork that the fans are going to vote on. So all those collaborative backers are going to get, they're going to get a laundry list of artwork with, you know, thumbnails so they know what's what, but I'm going to have them vote on their top 10 and that'll be included. Uh, we were talking about doing some stuff with transparencies where we showed the process. So you yeah. started with a raw piece of artwork and then you lay a transparency on it that adds the typography to it. You add another layer of transparency that adds the logos and stuff and uh, showing the creative process for how you arrived at a final package. The last overlay would be the mint on card figure that sits on top of all that. So we've been brainstorming all week. We've been talking with the printer. And again, none of this is completely locked in stone yet. So I apologize if some of these things don't happen. One of the other things is on the spine of the book, we're going to do a red, white, and blue ribbon. That's your bookmark that goes into the book to play up the real American hero aspect of it, of course. Um, so we've got a lot of ideas and we're pricing them all out. And completely candidly, guys, with the way the campaign's going, if I've got the money to spend on it, we're going to spend it. We're going to trick this thing out as much as possible. And I will say I've got to make it special for the Kickstarter backers. So a lot of that stuff that we give away for free during the Kickstarter is either not going to be available or it's going to be an add-on item after the Kickstarter. We're not going to be selling this hardcover and the print set and the slipcase and the transparencies and everything else for 99 bucks. It does not make sense from a financial perspective. We're just spending money with reckless <laughs> abandon because <laughs> this Kickstarter right. is doing so well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just and stuff. I love the idea that we are including a lot of the, um, uh, the tangibles, the the tchotchkes, the the artifacts that go along with what we're talking about in the book that goes in and talks speaks to the process or is that realization of something that, you know, it, that, that 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 went they went through 30 plus years ago, 50, 40 years ago, creating the brand. And so, yeah, not only is it a cool look at this beautiful artwork or hey read the story it is also giving you a chance to really understand some of the process and again relive that experience of opening up and i mean there i i want to put in that 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 kind of ephemera stuff in there that you would get when you opened up your vehicles like you know you get the catalogs you get the little mail away things you get you know who knows what else will be in there could yeah. be a mail away figure uh, offer for uh for Operation Recall or something yes, like that. I love like, that idea. I mean, just, Tie the two just, campaigns together. I love just it. Just 
something in there, extra stuff, extra just, stuff that I want to throw out there that I don't want Carson talking about to ruin the surprise. <laughs> this is why he. Do, this is why he does, though. He's just well, yeah. man. He's a he's a brainstorming like creative genius, and so that's why he's 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 pulled in on this project. And and we will continue to scope creep it and make it as absolutely amazing as we can. Um, but shout out to Brian for also putting that energy into his show that he puts on every year, Assembly Thank Required. You. He read he redoes the design work for that every single year. He doesn't reuse anything from years past. There's a new theme, new motif for each year, and he creates all kinds of unique illustrations and posters. And it's phenomenal the amount of work that he puts into this stuff. And Brian, you don't talk about this, but I, my gut feeling tells me you don't make much money doing that show either. It's for the passion. It's for a project that is your baby that you get to make perfect every year, and it's a creative outlet. And we've got our corporate clients to make money off of, <laughs> right? Right. Right. This is, exactly. a, this is the passion. This is a passion project, and so. Anybody that hasn't yeah. checked out Assembly Required, like seriously, go check out Brian's stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're uh, you nailed it right there. I mean, it's not a moneymaker at all. I mean, no, yeah. it's, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. I know how that goes. Yeah, it's opposite, fun though. yeah. But, what's up? What's on Joe Mine is still there, right? Like but yeah. you guys are you guys are building and you're clearly still doing it because you love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I mean, just from five years of running CoilCon, there's no there's, there's oh, no yeah. money being made there. Oh, yeah. Just start, uh, a, start a Kickstarter. Put a book out. Apparently they, 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 they go, they go, they, they go like, uh, I do not have time for that. Please don't give him ideas like that. Right. 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 Yes. 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 Well, hey, you don't hey, have quick. to, you don't, it doesn't have to be a big book. It could be like, you know, four pages. We got and, uh, yeah, the what's on Joe mine informational pamphlet coming right. your way you <laughs> on Kickstarter this September. There you go. If uh, hopefully we can get to get a paragraph from Joe Colton. But uh, Josiah Alcorn asks, uh, is the 3D Joe's website going to cover modern era eventually? And it's this, a ties, very, back, this yeah. ties back to, to your partnership with, with Joe Declassified and, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth, correct? Yeah, it's a very fair question. Um, when YoJo was frozen in 2018 and a lot of those guys uh, that had access and had passion um, were kind of frozen out of it, unfortunately, we had a lot of conversations about what was next for the community and how could we pull our resources and um, try to combine efforts and stuff. And we talked about new brands, new websites, maybe combining assets under a different banner. And we eventually just settled on, well, 3D Joe's is like a well-oiled machine that's already running and all the infrastructure is already in place. Why build something else from scratch kind of thing. Um, so we have built the space and built the infrastructure for modern 3D Joe's to be built. And I'm gonna say this with all candor, I'm not building it. It's not me building it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got my hands full with right. 3D Joe's and creator profiles and all the pre-production stuff that I'm doing hand in hand with Joe Declassified not, throughout not 2022. Mention, not to mention you have a job. And a job and a baby, and, you know, right, and uh, a book and a and documentary. A couple, and, couple you know, of dogs who are generally louder than they have been tonight. A couple of wiener dogs that are pretty lethargic right now. Um, but anyway, so I've, I'm I'm fully tapped with the projects and the inspirations that I'm working on. And it's like I was saying earlier, I can only work in the direction that I'm inspired to work in. And I'm inspired to do this book with the fleshed out creator profiles. I'm inspired to work with Brian and like really trick it out with all these great ideas and awesome illustrative elements that it hasn't had previously with the soft covers. And I'm inspired to do pre-production 
with the guys that Joe declassified on 3djoes.com. If you go to the pre-production tab and look at the figures, all those 82 and 83 figures are new for 22. I've been steadily building those pages. It's only January 28th. I've done all those pages this year. So I'm being mm -hmm. productive and I am giving, giving, giving to the community. Uh, these creator profiles like the Ed, Ed Morrill one that I just shared. There are other people that are engaged and enabled to build and I sure hope that they that they start to build those years out. And I know that a lot of work has been done in the background, um, creating the kind of the infrastructure, the spreadsheets, the names, the numbers, the, the whatever. And these guys already have the assets. They've already done the photography. So it's a matter of building the pages and I'm confident they're gonna get it done, but we'll see. Uh, Jump in general asks, Carson, any chance you want to design a custom vehicle to go along with that figure or those figures? <laughs> Honestly, man, I'll, I'll give a free unpaid plug here really quick to a good friend of mine, Bre Greg Bridgman, that put something on Kickstarter several, three years ago now. Uh, didn't successfully fund but, fund, but got a lot of good feedback and a lot of people did back it. It just didn't reach the goal. He went ahead and made that thing. Um, so I would love to partner with him it's called Modular Armored Range Vehicle, MARV. And it's a really cool MRAP looking vehicle with peg holes all over it. And the concept was that the peg holes would take accessory packs that would transform the vehicle into something else. And so what he showed me a few years ago was a dreadnought version of that vehicle. If maybe I partner with hmm. him and throw some money behind it, we, we go ahead and make that dreadnought version of the MARV. Um, that thing is beautiful. So I'd love to partner with Greg. Otherwise, uh, let's, you know, reignite you know, Guy Cassidy to design another vehicle. He's a good friend of the site. We've done an awesome creator profile for him with like 200 photos on it. If you guys haven't checked that out, pre-production creator profiles, Guy Cassidy, hundreds of photos and tons of interview audio and just go enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I, you know, sky's the limit. What I would like to focus on first though is getting those 16 figures funded because we've got the entire team ready to go. All that it takes is, you know, getting them activated again. I guess it's worth mentioning the Rotello thing. I paid out of pocket for that whole thing. Um, and I just can't afford to keep doing that for other figures. <laughs> Not 16 times, no. Yeah, 16 times 14 grand. I'll be candid. I have diarrhea of the mouth. I just tell everything. <laughs> so I've, I've spent 14 grand on that project, right? I can't. I can't do that again and again and again it's just not going to happen so i can go to kickstarter and see if you guys think it's a good idea and if you do think it's a good idea then it's going to happen and there's a lot of questions uh, from the live crowd about availability and price points and i'm just gonna <laughs> can i put the kibosh on those now uh, it's just way too early in the process for that uh, yeah uh, if we're talking about operation recall that's right. 2023 yeah we're, we're a little ways off on that we're so. going to work hand in hand right now we're scoping with the same factory that does boss fight and marauder valiverse you know a lot of a lot of good stuff chicken fried um a lot of good toys being made out of that factory and we're scoping with them but i'm i would not be confident to say anything before summer fall 2023 and that's still super nebulous guys right uh, question, villain cadre plan for Absolute, Operation Recall? Absolutely. True builders, man. I'm trying to sell 12 of each of these guys. Right. <laughs> no, realistically, it's going to, in, in full transparency, it's going to be up to Ron and Kirk and Mark who they select. You know, so if there's if there's ideas for bad guys that they're inspired to make, I mean, I, we, we have to have a balance. You can't just have good guys, right? So Rotello's a good guy. He's already in the good guy camp. We're going to offset him with bad guys. And I hope that there's some troop builders in there, like, you know, Viper style people. So Let's Brian is Jared. knocking it out of the park. Oh, yeah, share, somebody share a compliment here. for, for yeah. Brian. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Adam. 
Ryan, awesome. I know what, I know yeah. what you're going through, man. I know what you're doing. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. No, no. I'm just glad that uh, Carson invited me along for the ride, honestly. Like, uh, no, it's been something like, you know, like we've batted ideas when we, we've, you know, shared and, you know, I've spec stuff for them and done stuff back and forth. And no, I just want to contribute. I mean, really, that's that's what it comes down to. It's nothing about whether my whether it has to be my work on everything or not. I want to just I just want to contribute and be a part of this and be because it's such a cool project. And I think it's very important yes. for the industry and for the community that we archive all this stuff and we understand it. It's in a place where um, who knows how much has already been lost, but we're going to hopefully stop losing all this stuff to time and history and, um, yeah, pre preserve it. I mean, cause yeah, I, yeah, you're always discovering it. It's amazing that we're still 40 year old brand and we're still, well, 40, 60 year old brand and we're still discovering new things about it all the time. So, yeah, there's, yeah. there's still a lot to uncover. And, you know, to Brian's point, they were creating toys. They weren't creating like archival, you know, artwork that they were worried about preserving. They were worried about what toys are we making next year and the year following it. It was an endless churn of product. So yeah, if they had to paint over 1984 Duke to make 1988 Tiger Force Duke more quickly, that's what they did. They literally painted over paintings. Um, other stuff, you know, the the morgue where they kept things was flooded. Um, there were executives that wanted to purge the morgue to save space, and they threw things in dumpsters, and creators went dumpster diving to save things. Things walked out of the building. All kinds of stuff, you know, has plagued their ability to comprehensively archive this stuff. And so when I came into it with 3D Joe's a decade ago, that became pretty immediately apparent. You know, nobody had done this before. And it was something that I believed, like Brian said, was worthy of doing and in, in need of, of documentation. So that's when we kind of set our sights on this goal. And here it is, you know, eight years later, and you guys are coming out in full force to to really support this thing, man. So I'm, I'm humbled and honored that we get to be the ones that do it. Uh, important question. Where did Brian Sauer's glasses go? <laughs> Contacts, LASIK, or were they just a prop this whole time? Tell us, uh, so, so he can no, look more designerly. No, 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 no. This is this is this is. I'm going to blame it all on COVID. Um, I, my prescription is so bad it's not even worth wearing them right now. So <laughs> I got to go and get some new glasses. <laughs> wow. And since I haven't been working full time for I don't know three years, I, I've just never really bothered to get you know take any of that extra free time I've had and to go get them taken care of. So. For no, those that don't um, know, Brian Brian successfully was able to sell, right? And so, I, yeah, I had my own advertising agency for almost ten years, and I yeah. merged it with another agency and was able to take a nice buyout and uh, you know and enjoy a little life of leisure. -ish. Good job, man. Until till Carson said, "Hey, I got this book. Can you help? <laughs> hey, you I got mean, a week? You can help me out on this project. A oh, week? Sure. <laughs> a week. Yeah. <laughs> a week turns into twenty twenty two. Uh huh. Uh huh. I always tell no, people, no. selling out's the dream, man. Oh, isn't it? It is. Like, it my whole, my whole, my, whole yeah. my life's goal is to be a has been. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it just, you, you did something that was pretty cool that people really liked, and then after that." You're kind of playing with house money because everybody will always look at that and go, yeah, he did that. And yep. he's not doing anything since then. So right, whatever. Right. Well, fine. Great. It's it's well, funny well. you guys would say that in, in like 1994, uh, just a, you know five years after the Hasbro thing 
them and CLS and him split ways. Ed Morrill retired and he's still living in the house that GI Joe built. That's, that's what he right. calls it. Not me. So yeah, that's the dream, right? That Bust your hump, yeah. Put in some yeah. long hours, make some money and eventually yeah. sell your shares. So, well, and then, and then you get to come back around and do this stuff, like right, lining, do what you up, want. lining up these projects. Like it's amazing. Yes. Like I basically was not actively looking for much projects in the last couple of years and then turned to the calendar and I started looking for stuff. And in the last three months or so, I mean, um, there's another toy line that I worked on, on a logo for. There's another toy line I got to work on another logo for, which I just had a conversation today about doing all the package design for it. Uh, Word Burglar has got his album dropping, his, uh, his uh, uh, pan uh, band camp coming up for the uh, MacGuffin device kit dropping, which I got to do all the artwork for that. Excellent. So, I mean, like, it's been that. a been a wonderful couple months of doing a bunch of nerd project geek projects that i absolutely love and then there's actually real client work too that pays right. money like it's it's awesome right. yeah so no it's been it's it's uh it's turned out pretty well so back to the glasses thing yeah i gotta go i gotta get my glasses pretty soon so yeah i need to i need to get a get the script fixed and start wearing them i think the live crowd is, is petering out a little bit, so let, let's go ahead and move into what we got in this week. Uh, All right. Brian, while you're stumbling around, uh, there you get anything cool in the last couple of weeks maybe to show off for the fan? Ooh. Um, well, he's downstairs right now, but I did get myself <laughs> oh. – a wonderful empty box. <laughs> yeah, a wonderful empty box, yes. No, I actually um, – His I, eyes I, are I, really bad. I have scored really well on uh, on Alley Vipers <laughs> and Bats lately, so I've got a I got a small army massing downstairs on the on the dining room table that'll be uh, moving upstairs here shortly. Have you been um, finding those in the wild, or are you pre-ordering? And I thing? have found the vast majority of them in the wild. I have nice. found. Really? Um, I've gotten a few verses in the mail, um, but no, like I've been been like we are really Des Moines has got a really good fertile ground for targets i want to say we've got like five within the immediate metro awesome and we are probably in the immediate metro less than three hundred thousand. so then you go and you got another one up in ames and um you know so the you know say six ish if you go to fort dodd you want to drive an hour away uh that's seven so yeah there's quite a few so yeah luckily and their trucks are kind of uh you know the pattern, you know the routine, you know where to go look and stuff like that. But yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad. So nice. I got those. I got the wave three of the uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, the new one. Uh, I can't even remember what the R, the, uh, what is that? Revelations? Yeah. Based on the animated series, yeah. Yeah, the Fisto with the, uh, with the diecast fist. That's kind of nice. Cool. So yeah, that was me. Awesome. Carson, what'd you get in, man? I just literally today got in my 3D printed accessories. So <laughs> the the guy that mailed these to me. 14 the grand that, on those. 14 stop grand. it. <laughs> Only I'm allowed to say it. No. Uh, anyway, the uh, these accessories went to my old house in Raleigh. Oh. Yeah. I was I was a little worried for the last week. You know, I got I got the notification that they were being forwarded. And so I was like, okay, maybe they'll get here. Maybe they'll get here. So those came in today. So I'm happy. All right. Yeah. Joe Colton. Yeah. You got to talk now. I know. Um, okay. So <laughs> you all know how I'm obsessed with Christmas, right? 
Yes. You have a, a closet? <laughs> is it a closet or a room dedicated to it? The house. Yeah, you have a it's, whole it's the house. You don't have dude. a whole house Ooh. for Christmas, really? When, at at look, Carson, I have been in her house <laughs> within two weeks of Christmas, a couple oh, of yeah, years yeah. ago. I've had no, like I had thirteen trees oh, in the house. When it's all it, put it's, away throughout the calendar year, how much? Oh is yeah, it's in the garage. It's, it's just a garage, garage full. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. it's a garage. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? No, like, I know you decorate the whole house, but like yeah. how much storage space do you have to put to it? Oh, it's it's intense. Yeah. So um, uh, I saw online that somebody was doing um, themed trees. And uh, Maggie and Julie, who have been teaching me Disney, um, <laughs> uh, they've like had me sit down and watch Disney movies. Um, I haven't watched all of them. There's a lot, it's a lot of crying they do. I don't, I don't get it, but whatever, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so I'm doing two trees next year, but I have to plan. So back in the day, a, a lot of people don't know, but there are GI Joe ornaments and oh, yeah. I own all of them that are licensed. Um, and you can find them every so often. I should do like a special on just <laughs> fucking GI Joe ornaments. But uh, I started collecting stuff for this Disney tree, and I'm because I I don't like I not that I don't like princesses. I'm just not a princessy person. So <laughs> I'm doing the Evil Queen's tree. So I bought my first thing to Aww. to convert to putting on the tree and then i have to have the the uh the dwarves so there's dopey with like these jeweled jewels over his eyes so i've got those two things that have just come in and now i'm getting custom made uh ornaments for gi joe stuff uh so i can have a full gi joe tree next year it's that a full year awesome. of planning like are you going back to 60s shows too? Are you doing 60s and yeah, 70s yeah. ornaments? Because there's a lot yeah. from that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got um, the lunchbox, the thermos, and something else recently. So, yeah. Wow. Nice. That'll be yeah. fun to see. And you should do an episode of that. Yeah. On that. It's, it's, what's on record, Joe Mine Christmas special? Yeah. yeah Just for the different. record, it is January 28th, and she is planning next year's Christmas. Yeah. It, it's a lot. This year's Christmas. This year's Christmas. It, <laughs> it takes a while, right? Like, it's especially when, like, people don't understand, like, I'm an intense collector. I might not say a lot, but I'm, like, <laughs> super intense. <laughs> so. So uh, here, here's a question that is. Uh, did Joe ever show off the red ninja tree on the show? No, I think the red ninja tree is still in its conceptual stages. Yes, because I want to like have like ice and snow and like do a diorama in the tree. I haven't figured out how the tree have to will find not you, fall we have over. To, we have to find you like a red plastic tree. Like that's what we need to do. No, it's got to be white because I want it to be the mountain so I can build a temple and like all right this this is already better than i could have hoped i like this a lot diorama uh, tree yeah I, I i dig this uh i i didn't get anything in this week i, I got I, I had way too much else going on this week so uh will, maybe next time around so let's move into shout outs yes brian sour who are we shouting out to oh boy uh who am i shouting out today uh 
Wow, I had to go first, didn't I? Yeah. Well, Carson, for, we'll, we'll, just, we'll go the opposite. Carson, Carson, because uh, he's right here. Because uh, he's he's bringing me along for this wonderful ride, for sure. Nice. For sure, Carson. No doubt, man. I uh, probably should shout out uh, Travis Weber and the uh, all the rest of the uh, Codename Iowa folks and crew and stuff like that. And then everybody else who um, has wife. my wife. Oh, she's yeah. not listening, so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. She she's not even in, in the, the she's not even in the house right now. So we're good. We're good. We're good. That's Shout out to the dog, mom, yes. for keeping me company all week. Um, yes, yes. Um, actually, a shout out to all the um, the backers to the book. Uh, you know, this is awesome to see this happening. To, to uh, you know, to to put their faith in. And me, Carson, to put his faith in me to uh, to assemble this uh, this monstrosity and to uh, put uh, put Carson a little further into debt. So let's go. <laughs> I kind of just want to put a GoPro on Brian and watch him like just do things to Carson, like sending him like just snippets of like ideas and watching yeah. like Carson like twitch <laughs> I don't I don't even I didn't even get a reply back from the uh, wall or the uh, wrapping paper idea today. <laughs> that's true it's true <laughs> I, I I read that text and I moved on yeah <laughs> were you like no <laughs> yeah yeah no no yeah, 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 I mean, no I'm still a little concerned about the estimate that's getting ready to come for the expanded uh, yeah. book size, the giant slipcase <laughs> box, the ribbon, the inserts that show the process, the tin print set. Like, oh, Jesus, oh, we yeah. need to slow down. Oh, yeah. So anyway, uh, it's very, case. very exciting yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Very exciting time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, it's taken you only this long to learn how to say no to some of these projects, Carson. That's the amazing <laughs> right. part of it all. Only right. this long. Right. Can you Known you for years now. <laughs> <laughs> only this probably long. not i'm not the one to train that <laughs> I'm the worst I, was, I, I was gonna say it's really interesting because yes i'm used to having a staff that would come up with ideas to me and i'd find creative ways to say no now i'm not worried about it i'm just gonna keep throwing ideas out like there you just, go and, and it is it's like oh that's crazy we can't do that and i'm like oh sure let me tell you how we can do this you know like, <laughs> it's his own make... personal version of uh carson's mouth diarrhea yeah exactly exactly so <laughs> just keep sending them wacky ideas like I just oh like, yeah <laughs> please do and honestly like the kickstarter backers are doing it too so yeah can i can i segue to knock mine out while they're yeah, front sure. of mine for me yeah, yeah. Okay. You're, you were you were next so go for yeah. it. awesome greeting awesome. cards so we are at 1594 people that i need to thank um we're almost mm -hmm. to 1600 i am so just like I, the first update I sent was like, wow, today was overwhelming because it truly was. I've given 10 years of my life to being crazy about documenting this stuff. And it's never gone gangbusters like this. And it is just an amazing feeling. Thank you to all 1,594 of you for putting your hard-earned money into our crazy ideas and, and helping us bring this thing to life. So thank you to the 1,594. And those of you throughout the rest of the week that are going to jump on in because we got through Sunday night to to get this thing fully funded. For next um, Sunday night. Next yeah, this, this, this coming Sunday. Yes, we got correct. A full, We've got a full week plus a weekend. We've got nine days. Yep. Um, so thank you to all of you that have already jumped in. And please, if you're on the fence, we're going to make this worth your while. So please jump in. Um, also, thank you to every one of the creators that have believed in this crazy kids vision and helped me bring these things to life. They've all 
invited me into their homes. We've broken bread together. We've had long conversations, some in front of cameras, some on audio. And uh, that's not easy for a lot of people to do. And they just, they, they tear down those walls, they tear down those barriers. And we've got friendships at this point. And, you know, a lot of this stuff that I've been doing, I couldn't have done without them kind of letting me in and forming those friendships. So shout out to the creators of GI Joe for making it what it, what it is and for, uh, you know, inviting me into their lives to help document their work. So that that's been amazing. Um, shout out to what's on Joe mind. Of course, man, you guys have been there for me. Uh, since early, early on in 2012, when I started 3D Joe's, you guys helped me break the news. Um, and here you are still helping me break the news on the next iteration of everything that I've been working on. So thank you to you guys. Always, thank man. This, 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 we are always here to help. I appreciate yeah, if, that. If this is not your online home, we have done something wrong. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. We love you. And it. anytime you need anything, if we can help you in any way, we will. So. I do appreciate it. I mean, Brian, um, you're in that boat too, man. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't want you to feel left out. <laughs> it's, uh, it sounds like we got another uh, line of credit with these two. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't give us a shout out, so we didn't. We didn't oh, like oh, oh, I thought Carson uh, did. Carson did. You know, we Carson can't, we did. can't so do Carson, all the Carson same gets people. The, Carson right? gets we the first round the of people. love, right. and then you get the leftover love. Uh, well, you could, you yeah. know, it's fine. <laughs> And so, wherever the way, uh, as long as the money's coming to pay for these ideas, you know, like, uh, you know, boxes, shirts, and G-strings, and everyone's uh, one-size-fits-all in their box. I got to say, shout out to Chad Huckle before I forget it. This guy's <laughs> given thousands of hours. Uh, if you look at Collectible Spectacle, the video series with Mark Belomo and Air Devin, he shot it and edited it. If you look at Mark Belomo's book, Chad Huckle's credited in it. If you look at Yojo.com, Chad Huckle's got photos all over the, all the vehicle over, yeah. section. Mm -hmm. Like this guy is literally a huge creative powerhouse that contributes to G.I. Joe projects all the time and is one of the unsung heroes. And so I always try to give him his due. Um, also, shout out to Brian Sauer for coming in and helping me really turn this thing into something special for all of you. So like he said, we've been talking about this for years. Um, so it's been in the works and he knew it was coming. But to be here and at this point where we're brainstorming ideas and going broke with the printer, it's a really <laughs> exciting uh, time for me. And uh, I don't know, shout out to all my friends and family, the Triangle Joes, my, my old uh, community of guys from my, my home that I moved away from. I miss you, Triangle Joes. Um, hopefully I'll find something like that up here in Rochester. So if you guys are up in upstate New York near the North wall, keeping those Canadians out, um, <laughs> hey, I'm a citizenship now. yeah, you're a dual citizen, right? Yeah. You, you're dual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, seriously though, shout out to my friends and family for supporting my crazy hobby for this last decade. You know what I mean? And then so, so. yeah. This is just the stuff that's on the record. Oh, this is just like since 3D Joe's. Yeah, exactly. I, I was a nerd, nerd fanboy for many years before that. Joe Colton. Yes. Shout it out. Um, I'd like to thank both our guests for coming on and uh, giving us a scoop on the actual prototypes. That was really cool. Um, I am so proud of you, Carson. Like, beyond proud of you for, like, you've done a great job. Uh, I... Can't wait for your next project after this, which there will be because you have this love and passion for for G.I. Joe and you you become a, a big part of the community. So um, you're being the archivist of <laughs> G.I. Joe community. Um, it means yes. a lot coming from from you because you know we've been friends all all this time since my first convention. Yeah. You know you 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 guys have always welcomed me. My finest family. I even mm -hmm. you know dressed up as Lieutenant Falcon and Tan Grunt and have yeah. been part part of that tribe. 
this community is great, man. You've, mm -hmm. you've got, there's so many different creative people that make you feel at home and you were yeah. one of the first people to make me feel at home. So, well, if you ever need anything, you are always welcome back here. Uh, both of you, if we can Thank do you. anything to help, like let us know and we'll see what we can do. Um, other shout out is to my mom. Um, she has, she has COPD. And so she went in for her test. Um, and she lasted an hour and a half on the breathing test. So she's oh, wow. doing really well. Awesome. Um, yeah. So she, she was a little depressed during, during COVID, like the, the max of COVID and wouldn't do movements and exercises. And so now she's, I got to see her after two years and like that gave her the push to, to start up again. And so she went in and did that. So I'm very proud of her. And uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Maggie for uh, making sure that we're booked for our cruise for Star Trek cruise next month. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are taking William with us because um, he needs supervision. <laughs> you, you need it was all going too well and you needed to make some kind of mistake. Right. Right. And uh, uh, to uh, my husband who has faith in me always <laughs> and is super supportive. So um, yeah, that's it. I got it. <laughs> Good job. Uh, I, I, is faith a strong enough word? I mean, he didn't know what he was getting into before he he, me. <laughs> he really did. He really, did he really? No, he, really? he still is fascinated by the closet that I had called Narnia with all my collectibles on the back, like inside the closet. It was like a wall, like probably like a 30 foot wall of all closet. It was all my collectibles and I'm in the front of it were clothes. So he didn't understand. <laughs> like I had bins of, of like toys and then that I had a was that to protect them or why were they hidden? <laughs> because I had no room. I had like an apartment of 864 square feet and I had stuffed <laughs> fucking toys everywhere I could. Tip jar. I, I even I even, <laughs> I even had a closet that was behind a uh, a chair that nobody went into because the moment I moved the chair, the closet door. <laughs> When it closed properly from all of the bins and boxes of just toys. And I had actually uh, lifted boxes to slide other boxes so I could get the full, use the full capacity of that closet. I think, uh, I, think I spent, I spent around $1,500 on containers for this last move. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. got a basement with container, 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 container. There's a row that I can walk through them. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, just toy container, toy, toy container. Yeah. It's at the point now where, oh. where, like, if I ever found the space to display everything, I wouldn't know what to do with all the containers. Yeah. Right. Because it's luckily, all, like, luckily they stack within each other, so they break down pretty good. Sure, but that's it's still a lot of containers. When you've got man. thirty, it doesn't matter. Carson. A lot of containers. <laughs> All you a would look at is those empty containers and say, we need to I gotta fill, fill these. more toys. Yeah. I need to fill yeah. these. Yeah. <laughs> down. Look at all this room we got now. Let's go shopping. But uh, my, my shout outs, of course, to the folks who join us every Friday night at 9 p.m. Uh, we thank you so much for, for making the live stream experience a good one. Uh, if you're catching us on replay, shout out goes to you, too. Uh, thank you for, for helping grow the channel. Remember, 
if you're not subscribed to the channel, please go down and do that. Uh, give us a thumbs up, like the video, subscribe, do all the YouTube stuff, you know, share us, leave a comment, <laughs> a big boy comment, not just the one over in the in the live chat. We need we need like real comments, help distribute the, the video to other people. Um, it's uh, again, it's great to have you all along for the ride. Want to give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Uh, we're going to have a, a moment here and sing the Kokomo Toys theme song. Uh, yes, yes, you are, Joe Colton. Yes, you are, because that's what sponsors <laughs> that's what sponsors do. It's Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. See, Carson's actually like trying to be trying to have a tune. <laughs> I'm just like I have no tune. There's no tune. Oh, no I tune. wanna no, go. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get you blocked again. <laughs> I mean, I, I I minored in music. I could probably put together a jingle, but eh, it's no it's no fun. That's no fun. That's uh, where we ought to go. Down. Give a shout out to to the gentleman on the bottom row, uh, Carson Metaxas, Brian Sauer. Thank you for so much for joining us. Uh, appreciate all the energy and effort and love that you put into every project you bring our way. Uh, Want to give a shout out to Rack Time Rob, who was bumped at the last minute. Uh, this was this is gonna be his his fifth week in a row. You don't get a t-shirt. I didn't realize okay. that by Brian we were bumping Rob. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's all right. That's really He's fine. okay. I, I think I think rack time Rob is is not the the extrovert that that the rest of us are. So okay, it's probably all right. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Well, I've enjoyed him being on the last four weeks. So we'll but see so you, you next week. You guys have you guys have a project. He's just he's just over there reading comics. So it's fine. <laughs> all right, but, we'll see uh, you next week. <laughs> right, right. He'll be back. And of course, a shout out to the Honcho in my old stopping grounds of St. Louis, Missouri. He's out there for the Royal Rumble. We expect him to be entrant number 23 tomorrow. Uh, so keep an eye out. He will probably be eliminated by Kane. Um, by a Kane. Well, I mean, he'll, he'll be walking with a Kane afterwards. But slide into the ring, clothesline from Kane. The hot show on his way home. I, I just really like the bet is what will he use as his entrance music? But uh, Kokomo that's it. Toys theme song. Kokomo <laughs> Toys. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, he does sing the jingle rather robustly. Yeah. Nice. But <laughs> out of tune. <laughs> he tries. Look for effort. He puts in more effort than Joe Colton does. So that's all. I don't want to ruin the jingle. <laughs> no, no, whatever. Stop. Miss, I don't want people to look at me when I'm not being weird. <laughs> Forget you. But, uh, but that's it. Thank you so much for joining us here on What's On Joe Mind. Uh, be sure to join us again next week at 9 p.m. Uh, remember, uh, if you haven't gotten yourself vaccinated, get yourself vaccinated. Get your booster shot. Wear a mask when you're out in public. Things are rough out there right now with, with COVID-19. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. We don't get to get out of it just because we're tired of it. Believe me, we're all tired of it. Uh, but we also don't want to get sick and die. So please uh, do your best to, to keep yourself safe and keep the rest of us safe as well. It doesn't take much. Uh, just do what, what, what we've all been trying to get you to do. Uh, and for those of you who have been doing it, good job. Keep up the good work. Um, for my, my guest, Carson Taxis and Brian Sauer. For my co-host, Joe Colton. I'm Mike Irizarry. Have a great evening, and we will catch you next week on the What's On Joe Mind team stream. Have a great weekend. Yo, Yo Joe! Joe.
Oh, 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 oh,